I think just the appreciation of the earth that we're on, the arena in which we're living. So yes, it is testing. The life of this world is a test and that it can be deceiving, etc., etc. And it looks all great and wonderful. It dazzles you and then it kind of goes, you know, withers away. But there's that kind of fine balance to say, well, actually, I can be here. I can appreciate it for what it is. I can appreciate the one who's put us here and, and done all of this, but not also be kind of so caught up in it and vested in it that I lose sight of what's coming next. Because just remember that in the end, you're going to be, you know, going back to him. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to our next episode of Quranic Transformation, continuing with our special guest, Brother Iqbal Nasir. A'udhu billahi min shaytanir rajim. Huwa alladhi ja'ala lakumul arda dhalulan famshu fi manakibiha wa kulu min rizqih wa ilayhin nushur. He is the one who smoothed out the earth for you. So move about in its regions and eat from his provisions. And to him is the resurrection of all. Uh, and in the other translation, he it is who has made the earth subservient to you. So walk in the path thereof need of his provision. And to him will be the uh, resurrection. So, um, here we have the the interesting word here that you know the um the earth has been made the lord you know in other contexts like the idea of uh, like other um other connected words like dhilla for example right is like a kind of humiliation yeah so obviously that's not precisely what the um uh, the implication is here but certainly there's this idea of subjugation subservience uh one of one of, one of the translations was in terms of the smoothening out but the point being that the earth has been put at your disposal, okay? Um, so here Allah is basically telling us about, you know, effectively, uh, you know, one of the biggest blessings for us, which is that the, uh, you know, the environment that we're in suits us basically, and we suit the, we suit the environment. And so there's this simple idea that uh, both, you can look at it on a very, you know, just for sort of a very literal sense that the earth literally like from the perspective of the earth on which I walk, you know, um, has been made uh, just easy for me to kind of walk, walk on and travel on and travel across. Um, and so I can do that. Or you can look in just generally speaking, right, in terms of how we utilize the earth for our um, sustenance, etc. And then both of those ideas then come up in the rest of the verse, right? You know, so walk on its various pathways and uh, eat from either uh his or yeah his provision basically from his provision coming from the earth so you know one of the things that we don't often think about or kind of under or maybe like appreciate or understand is that like you know allah has you know allah wants us to enjoy the blessings of this of this life right he wants us to enjoy them to benefit from them you know i often think to myself look you know, and some worthy of reflection, which is that, you know, there's lots of ways in which the earth or our life on lives on earth could have been very different. Yeah. In terms, if we just specifically stick with the verse and think about the earth itself, you know, it could have been a lot plainer, you know, a lot kind of simpler. Um, and very interestingly, like it could have been, you know, theoretically at least like a lot less diverse, 
Okay. So in terms of, for example, in a way that's relevant to this verse, like, you know, meth like methods of travel or the different ways in which we kind of travel and the different um, sort of territories through which we have to go to travel, like travel involves all sorts of different types of, you know, um, well, manakib basically from the from the verse, right? All these different kind of routes, pathways, etc., um, for long journeys, short journeys, different terrains, etc. So there's that kind of diversity, but it didn't have to be the case. Similarly, uh, in what comes from the earth, right? There could have been one fruit, one vegetable, right? And that's it, basically. And so I'm just making the point that um, when we think about that diversity of what's on the earth, right? In terms of uh, in terms of the uh, the routes and pathways that we take in terms of travel and the different types of you know the nature of travel which is kind of referred to in this idea of um, as well as as well as the at least at least in essence like the the ease of travel right the idea that because it's going to come up later on um but the idea that you know you put your foot on the ground and like you know you sort of it holds you basically right and you're not you know, you know, it's not quicksand everywhere, for example, right? It's not jelly-like, right? You're not, it's not like a trampoline park, basically. You, you are just, you know, you can just place your foot and move forward and, and uh, in the context of walking and then in context of other travel. But also the point about diversity in provision, as I was saying, it could have been one fruit, one vegetable, but no, you have like multiple, you know, multiple, multiple kind of um, different types of crops, vegetation, and things for us to benefit from, eat, appreciate, etc. So, you know, um, so the idea that Allah, you know, favors us with this kind of um, diversity. And if you want to say, even though it's not difficult for him, but, you know, just as a manner of expression, you know, has gone to the trouble of basically like laying all of that out for us in a way that he didn't obviously need to or have to. We wouldn't have owed, you know, much less thanks if it was simply a case of, oh, there's only one fruit and there's only one type of vegetable, yeah. do you see? Well, we would still be, you know, it would still be something to be grateful for. But the fact that it is as it is, is, is something which is quite, it's just remarkable to think about, uh, amazing. And, and really, and it gives us like an interesting insight into, you know, like how Allah is, right? Like, um, meaning that clearly, as a creator, clearly he loves creating and having that array right of that diversity you know in colors in crops in you know food vegetation the nature of the earth right in different parts of the earth even look almost completely different but they're all part of the same earth etc so i'm just saying like i just think sometimes you know it's just um i think that's useful to think about because oftentimes when we think about certain issues problems when we discuss various things amongst ourselves sometimes you get very kind of like you know tunnel vision thinking like very you know, things become very sort of um, one track, you know, mm -hmm. and I think whenever we find that ourselves thinking in a very kind of one track kind of way, we should just remind ourselves that the very God that we're worshipping himself, like, has a very uh, clearly manifests a huge diversity and variety, you know, and then not least, and obviously the types of, you know, human beings from language, colour, origin, etc, etc. So anyway, I think, I think, you know, just the appreciation of the earth that we're on, uh, the arena in which we're living. So yes, it is testing. The life of this world is a test and that it can be deceiving, et cetera, et cetera. And elsewhere, as we know, Allah uses vegetation and this, the life cycle of vegetation as a, an analogy or reminder of what the life of this world is like, right? It looks all great and wonderful. It dazzles you and then it kind of goes, you know, withers away. But there's that kind of fine balance to say, well, actually I can be here. I can appreciate it for what it is. I can appreciate the one who's put us here and, and done all of this. 
but not also be kind of so caught up in it and vested in it that I lose sight of what's coming next. Because then he says and finishes, you know, and to him is the ultimate um, kind of, uh, you know, rising, literally. Um, and so you have, you know, just as you might have your your ups and downs and your rising in the context of travel, you might have your, you have the rising in the context of how provision is coming out of the ground. We as human beings will obviously rise up uh, in the end uh, in front of him. And he just perhaps, you know, included that there just to give us, remind us that it's not all about that, right? But um, it's there for you to enjoy. He's done that for you. But just remember that you're in the end, you're going to be, you know, going back to him. Beautiful, mashallah. Yes, I think, and as, as you're talking about some of the things that uh, popped up in my head, I think, which was what you started with, that, you know, it's okay to, to enjoy, it's okay to relax, and it's okay to you know, use the permissible things. And sometimes some people may think, oh, Islam is so hard and I have so many rules and regulations, what have you. But if you really, you know, step back and realize what it is actually asking you to do, there isn't much, right? It's kind of mm -hmm. like how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put our father and mother in Jannah in the first place and said, you know, you can eat and drink whatever you want. And then just had like one boundary or one limitation with that tree. Yes. Similarly, you know, we have maybe five, 10, 20 things that we encounter that are impermissible or not allowed. Other than that, there's so much more that we can do with, and a variety of experiences, variety of things that we can consume mm. and enjoy and have a really uh, peaceful life. It's just sometimes that that desire shaitan creates of the haram, that kind of creates a struggle because we keep focusing on why can't I do this? Why can't I do this? While you have these mm. other hundreds of things that you can actually do and, and mm. live a really simple life sort of thing, right? But then I think, which is also a good thing that as we, you know, raise our bar and have higher aspirations, sometimes in pursuit of those, you may go on the other extreme and then you might be, you know, uh, fiddling with the idea of engaging in haram or being uncomfortable because you're not meeting the numbers and, you know, you're having this emotional anxiety and whatnot, but you can really mm. tone it down to a level that's, that you are comfortable with. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, that, you know, it reminds me of this, the verse, um, um, so, right? so the idea is that, uh, you know, say, who, who is it that prohibits um, Allah's, uh, if you like, adornment um, for his servants and the wholesome things uh, from his pro uh, pro uh, provision? So the idea that, you know, uh, so it just emphasizes this idea that it's there for us, right? Um, and then it's for the, uh, it's for, for those who believe, and especially for those who believe, right, in the, in the, in the hereafter, right, on the Day of Judgment. So, yeah, so this, yes, this idea of um, sometimes, like, you know, we have a very, um, I think the way, the way some of us have kind of experienced the deen, um, culturally let's say or just you know in in the various settings in which we may have grown up or whatever the overall feeling or narrative is that well this islam or submission to allah is really about what you shouldn't do can't do mustn't do um but like you say actually the list of those things is not only relatively small but it's also like um you know for any kind of thinking person it's also perfectly kind of reasonable because you can see why the prohibitions are there they're not in the best interest of you know individuals and societies collectively speaking um whereas yeah like you said you know the 
the opportunity then to go and explore and to 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 create to do stuff to you know develop yourself add value learn uh, appreciate you know, the vast kind of uh, things that um, you know one can do with their life perfectly within the bounds of uh, of what is lawful but more so not just about it's not just about being lawful it's about actually what you um i think i, I do think that it's, it's useful for us to see that the um actually that kind of exploration that self-development um and really sort of discovering our potential as part and parcel of our worship of allah because he's given us our faculties he's given us our opportunities our context so the more the more we can make of it well then that that is about using what he's given us to to be grateful to him and to, to serve him in the best possible way grateful and i think um, as you were saying that you know how a summer of the sound rational can see that there's value for the collective behind it and i think if i were to make that connection that you know when when the earth or, or the setting up of the earth or the water around it they transgress or even the wind transgress obviously by the command of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's when you know uh, calamities come right whether you're flood right which we are seeing may allah make it easy for our brothers and sisters in pakistan for example or the thunderstorms or hurricanes that we have seen recently in the u.s all these things come up when these uh, you know uh, the natural world uh, that allah has set up around us to serve us, they transgress as boundaries of the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they cause chaos, right? And similarly, when human beings do the same thing, that's that's what they are bringing on, on earth as well from their actions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, these things, I mean, you know, they can be uh, based on, I mean, my understanding is that, you know, you can, you can obviously, you can, we can never know for sure, like, what the right. the reasons are behind this or that, right? Like, is it is it actually a kind of a punishment or a retaliation for something? Or is it just um, a test, basically, in part and parcel of the way in which um, you know Allah decides to take certain lives and um, you know and bring yeah bring people's earthly existence to an end? I mean, obviously, it's uh, well either way. It's certainly a reminder of Allah's power and our right. vulnerability uh, and the transient uh, nature of this life, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, just to be yeah, I wasn't not to imply that the you know the. I guess the calamities or hardship from Allah, as you said, could be either or, right? It could be a test to raise us or elevate us that happened to the Prophet, the best of us, And But the point being that obviously your our actions when we transgress from the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have some sort of an impact. Not necessarily that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. And, and, he sa- and he says that, of course, famously, um, Corruption spreads in the land and the sea, um, you know, um, because of what people have done. Uh, in order for him to make them taste uh, some of what some of what, done. some of what they've done, right? So, you, you, yeah, you get a sense of the consequences, basically. So the fact that there is cause and effect, you know, is part past the, the point of it is that the or the benefit of it is that, okay, fine. We actually see the harm that's being caught. The results, so that hopefully they'll. You know, come back, come back to the the, the straight way and um, and 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 the balanced way. So yeah, no, absolutely. The the um, and and sometimes it's more obvious, right? Like in terms of, you know, it's you can make a much more direct connection between human action, and then, you know, the and whatever the the negative result is. Sometimes, um, obviously, in these kind of what we call you know natural disaster type scenarios, it's harder to necessarily. I mean, people sometimes draw that connection. And possibly that's definitely there and there's definitely places in the quran where the uh you know these things are mentioned as consequences of uh, human um rebellion let's say 
but uh, yeah, anyway, just, uh, just to give a broader perspective on it. Yeah. Right. And I think just wrapping it up with, with the last point you mentioned about, you know, knowing that, yes, you can do whatever you want, but eventually, whether you see some of those effects in this world or not, finally, you have this meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? And then yeah. how we may look at it, like, from different angles, even if you're a student and you are kind of thinking about, hopefully, about your final report card, right, that if this accountability to an employee, for, a, for your quarterly or annual reviews and performance appraisals and whatnot to a CEO being accountable to a board and, you know, to shareholders, board, board of directors to shareholders, what have you. And then we have these annual meetings or quarterly, whatever it is, and people have these things, you know, at some point uh, as in focus, but then that kind of helps us to remind that, yes, you're worried about these day to days, but then this great event or great meeting and accountability is coming up. So be aware of that. Okay, so with this, we'll wrap up, inshallah, and see you guys in the next episode. Assalamu alaikum.